You are listening to I Doubt It with me, your host, Jesse Dolliman, a podcast dedicated to free-thinking discussion, ideas, skepticism, but most importantly, a good time. All right, enough already. Episode 22, I Doubt It. I am your host, Jesse Dollimore. Sitting across from me is the ever so tomatoey <laughs> Brittany Page. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> yes, I am very sunburned. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it's as though you don't know that you need sunscreen. <laughs> I do know that I need it. I just don't use it, which every, is weird. Listen, every fucking time we go out <laughs> in the sun, I mention... Do you think you're going to need sunscreen? Mm-hmm. And every time you act as though you're impervious to the re- the power of UVB and UV uh, whatever rays, and you refuse. Yes. I still believe I am impervious to the rays. Well, you're definitely a fucking sunburn superhero right now. Yeah, I'm in pain. <laughs> it's just my chest and my forehead and nose mainly that are really bad. Oh, it's not much. It's just my chest and arms and back and forehead, face, ears, neck, legs. Yeah, I should have wore <laughs> some sunblock. It's going to be worse tomorrow. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> we went Today we went to the USS Iowa, battleship USS Iowa in San Pedro, which is pretty much Long Beach. Yeah. And uh, we were on deck for quite a while. Yeah, I didn't know it would be that long, I guess. Yikes. Or that it would be that much in the sun, I guess. Yeah. But, but it was cool to be on the it ship. Was, it was very cool. Uh, not the first time I've been on aboard a Navy vessel. Is that because you were a Marine? I, I Oh. I wasn't going to mention it, but mm. now that you've mentioned it, yeah, I was <laughs> oh. in the Marine Corps. Cool. <laughs> we didn't know. I just wanted everybody to know. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Well, at least I'm not sunburned. Oh, you are sunburned. <laughs> no. Your forehead. No. Yeah, you are. It's just that you're not as sunburned as me. I, I, I deny the veracity of your statement. It's too bad that they can't see us because then they know you're a So a anyway, liar. we were aboard the USS Iowa today. Took a little tour. Very interesting. If you live in the Los Angeles area and would like a, f- a fun activity for a weekend or a day, or I don't, I don't even know their hours. We should maybe should look that up. Um, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Very interesting to see an old, you know, I guess the ship was commissioned in 1943 and decommissioned in 1990. It's amazing the amount of time that we will utilize the ships. I mean, that's, that's a long fucking time. Yeah. 43 to 90. Yeah. So, uh, very interesting. It was a, we went to this Yelp event. Yelp throws these. I almost used the word lavish, but that would not be that would not be an apt term. Yeah, that's not appropriate. They throw these parties and they invite people and uh, And everyone knows what Yelp is, right? The reviewing website. Oh right. Yelp dot com. Yeah, where you can review restaurants, doctors' offices, primarily restaurants, you know, it's for foodies, right? Yeah, douchey foodies. Yeah. Which if we're being honest, yeah. We're we are douchey foodies. Yeah, so. pretty much. So anyway, they throw these events and um People go and there's vendors that give you samples and 
there's swag, which is dumb. They 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 provide these you know free stuff, little baggies full of goodies and free cheap plastic sunglasses and you know free mints with the Yelp logo on it. Yeah, yeah, and it is an amazing, amazing thing. The amount of carnage <laughs> that crowds will go through in order to get their stupid free shit. I have never been a part of the Black Friday tradition. Because I, I don't want to be involved in something like yeah. that. I've seen the I'm footage. I don't like you. crowds. I don't care about shopping. I hate shopping. So I you know I don't care about Black Friday. But I imagine that this event with everyone trying to get the free stuff is very much like a Black Friday situation. I was like stepping over people because not because not I'm trying to get it. But because people are like pushing into me and invading my space trying to get to the free stuff. Yeah, it was. It's it's. It's a melee. It's, yeah, it was it's weird. chaos. Yeah, it was weird. Chaos and not really needed because nothing you're getting. It's not like they're giving out fucking flat screen TVs. They're they're giving out bags of granola and, like I said, the plastic sunglasses and Kashi and different little. It's nothing exciting. Yeah, the best quality thing was probably the Yelp shot glasses. Oh right, right. But and then I saw people like grabbing like one person grabbing six shot glasses just grabbing a row of them I, something goes on in people's minds where oh my god it's free we we got to get everything we can yeah. when look you're all you're you're going to end up with is a bunch of free shit yeah it, unless you're going to use it like we ended up with the shot glass a piece cuz you know it's kind of cool and i wouldn't say sentimental but you know it's a it's a memory of having been there yeah but we sure as shit don't need a stack of Yelp shot glasses. Yeah. Eich. We're, we're throwing a party. Here, everybody. Take a, <laughs> yeah, look at all these Yelp shot glasses that we have. It's amazing. Aren't they cool? Oh, do you need that? I have an extra pair of sunglasses that you can borrow. Yeah. <laughs> Yelp sunglasses. Here's a drawer of Yelp mints. <laughs> I have 20 packages of Yelp mints. We really like Yelp. <laughs> God damn. Uh, it's like when I stopped, I, I used to work for a certain company. And when I stopped working for this company, I have, I still have, in fact, the best pens that I use have this certain company's logo on them. Yeah. Which will remain unnamed. Yeah. You have a bag of them. A giant bag of pens. And they're awesome. And I kept them. Yeah, you did. Yeah. But threw away a whole bunch of other shit. <laughs> Those sticky pads and all that other bullshit. Yeah. Well... I gave as much as I could to a coworker, but some of that stuff was too good to give away. Mm. Yeah. Got to selfishly keep it for yourself. Mm -hmm. The best stuff. You give yeah. away that junk to someone else. That's right. Mm -hmm. Well, if they're just going to give it to customers anyway, I want the good shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm entitled to the mm. good shit. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's what we did today. Me and the super tomato over here. <laughs> oh, how sad. I'm just a whitey. So we, I do want to start off the show today. Oh, I guess, hang on. Episode 22. <laughs> Wait, did we forget to do all that? We didn't do any of it. 657-464-7609. Oh. iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter. Dun, 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 dun. And <laughs> rate and review the show if you are so kind. We love you and appreciate you for listening very much. Uh, without you, I guess we could do the show, but we would just be speaking to no one. So... We, we we really do appreciate the support. We see the numbers. We have a for having done the show for two months now, twenty two episodes. Uh, it's a tremendous actual worldwide following. 
of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Sao Paulo, Brazil, from everywhere from Sao Paulo to Pocatello and Chesapeake, Virginia to whatever that town is in, in Austria. Yeah. There, there's actually a large European contingent that is being developed, and we definitely appreciate it. Yes. Maybe they're you. just, this is their source for what they think is normal American news. Yeah. <laughs> news. And they are desperately planning vacations around Florida. Mm-hmm. Go everywhere <laughs> except Florida. That would be wise of them. To in the in the spirit of keeping the show accurate, uh, we did get a voicemail uh, correcting a story. Not so much correcting a story, just completing the entire story. Last week, last episode, I talked about a guy who will forever be referred to as Pube Boy, and it was when Brett and I were going in to buy a keg for my birthday, and this young hillbilly sidled up to us trying to make friends with us so he could get invited to said party and drink free beer. Well, I didn't exactly tell the story correctly, and, well, here's the call. Hello, this is Brett McAfee calling in to set the record straight. Actually, there's nothing to set straight, but I need to add on to the Pew Boy story. As a, uh, a witness to Pew Boy, uh, I feel like uh, you did your listeners a bit of a disservice by not giving them the full and complete uh, mental picture of exactly what Pew Boy was to us at that time. So uh, imagine, if you will, let me paint you a picture. Imagine uh, about a 125-pound uh, little bundle of crystal meth. Uh, about four teeth in his head, long, straggly hair, no shirt, ribs sticking out, pants down just enough to where you could see what could only be described as a billowing, beautiful bouquet of white trash, redneck puberty. It was amazing. And he thought he was going to be our best friend because he saw us buying a keg. And it was about 9 o'clock in the morning, <clears throat> about the time that uh, he would start drinking. So he thought uh, he would get, try to get on board with us and uh, maybe get an invite to the party, which he didn't. Then his 12 to 14, possibly, without exaggeration, year old uh, girlfriend walked in, uh, so scantily clad uh, in... Daisy Duke-esque fashion that she had things hanging out that no 12 or 14 year old girl should even have to have hang out. And I think she was pregnant. Uh, so once we completely ignored this guy and, uh, he realized that, um, we thought that we were way above his pay grade to be talking to, which <laughs> we were, uh, he proceeded to buy his Keystone light and his pack of freaking generic cigarettes or whatever he was getting, went, got into his Volkswagen Rabbit and peeled out of the parking lot like he was driving a fucking Maserati. Uh, so that is a more full picture of what the Pew Boy story is, and uh, he will always live in infamy in, uh, in my memory. So, taking care of biz. So. Taking care of biz. Taking care of biz. Uh, I hope that clears it up. Again, if you would like to communicate with the show in this manner, we would love it. 
657-464-7609 is the number. And speak clearly and slowly, especially if you've been smoking weed. Not that Brett was. Brett was not. But we have received some calls in the past. (laughs) And they're not arable because it's just soft speaking rambling and it doesn't really play I, what i should do is just piece it together some of the best parts and show how it's just not it's not usable we would really appreciate people correcting whatever we do wrong or if they have a different take on something call in tell us we would love to play that stuff and absolutely especially especially if you disagree yeah for sure this is definitely an open forum, and I don't have a monopoly on the truth. I have a monopoly on handsomeness and good looks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the truth. But not on the truth. I do not have a stranglehold on what is what is correct and what is right. Mm-hmm. All I got is what I got. So if you disagree, absolutely call in. Shit on us on the Facebook page. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. If you're into that sort of thing, I guess. <laughs> So now that we've got uh, Pew Boy out of the way, we're moving on to a wonderful story, heartwarming story about a Virginia homeschool prom. Homeschool prom. Have you heard of that? I sure I, haven't. I didn't know they had those. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, well, homeschooling's weird enough. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of homeschooling enough, though, to it not to be weird. And this is the first time seriously ever in my entire life that I have heard of homeschool prom. I don't well we'll get that bookmark that um I don't necessarily have a problem with homeschooling who oh I guess I was just about to ask who has a problem with it but then as I was going to ask the question I thought in my head of what the issue is (laughs) yeah yeah so I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with homeschooling I just know this and this is absolutely strictly anecdotal had I been homeschooled Listen, oh, God. I had a fucking hard enough time with my terrible North Idaho public school. It, terrible. I was correcting English teachers' double, use of double negatives in class. I had a hard enough time in actual public school. Had I been homeschooled? Oh, good God almighty. That would have been fucking terrible. Yeah. I would have been telling you how I seen this and I seen that. Oh, I seen that. I seen this. It would have been a nightmare. So the reason I had to correct myself is because I shit on homeschool, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Statistically, they they test better than public school kids. So so have at it. Just don't homeschool your kid if you are a a bozo. So a 17-year-old high schooler, Claire, from Virginia, says she was kicked out of her homeschool prom because the parental chaperones were worried she was inspiring impure thoughts among the boys in attendance. Even though her dress adhered to the fingertip length dress code requirement, she was asked to leave. After Claire and her boyfriend bought tickets to the Richmond homeschool prom, she bought a new dress that she made sure was long enough, according to the event's fingertip length rule. But Claire is 5'9", and even though the hem of her dress was within the guidelines, she says her long legs led some chaperones to assume she was breaking the dress code. So the fingertip length thing, you know, that's where you put your arms down Mm -hmm. on your thighs, and your clothes have to be past your fingertips where they hit on your thighs. Everyone knows this, right? Right. That's a common dress code requirement in school for everything. Sure. 
So Claire was pulled away by one of the dance organizers hey, once hey, she was inside the prom. Hang on. Let's go back. It should be explained that sometimes the fingertip rule can be difficult. Like for you, you're five foot ten. Yes. That is difficult. Yeah. Well, well, just like she says in, in her blog, she's five nine. So this fingertip length rule may apply to her, but she has long legs. So she's taller than the majority of the people in the room, most likely. And it's going to look like she's a little more skanktastic because she there's has a, more there, legs. There's showing. more legs showing. Yeah. And I have, I have dresses like that, that they wouldn't be short on a normal size person. But when I put them on my, you know, giant legs just hang out of them. And... She means giant long, not giant tree trunk. Yeah. <laughs> No, my 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 long legs just hang right out of the dress. They are I... like wispy willows, <laughs> not hefty sequoias. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So she has the same issue that I do, and so I feel for her a little bit. Claire was pulled away by one of the dance organizers who told her that some of the fathers chaperoning the event had complained about her. They reportedly said that her dancing was too provocative and she was going to, quote, cause the young men at the prom to think impure thoughts. This, this is where it gets good. And this is where, on the face of it, you wouldn't necessarily think that anything had gone wrong. But when you really evaluate it, it it's creepy. Well, in her blog that she wrote, she talks about how when she walked into the prom, she was on the lower level and she looked up and all the male father chaperones were up on the balcony, like watching everybody from above. Just hawking over everyone. Yeah. And so she automatically kind of assumed that it was a creepy thing that they're all up on top. Like, yeah, you know, it is kind of weird. Well, if you look at some of your national bigwigs and vocal proponents of homeschool, friend of the show, Kevin Swanson, the truth wiener, <laughs> is a loud vocal proponent of of homeschooling. He was homeschooled. All of his 55 kids are homeschooled. I think he has six, but they're all homeschooled. So it's that type of dude, oftentimes, who is the homeschool dad, the yeah. You know, Kevin Swanson. Yeah, it's gross. So Claire protested that she wasn't even doing anything. She was told that her dress was too short and she needed to leave. She says that she demanded to speak with the wo the woman who was in charge of the prom, but the other chaperones refused to let her. So in her blog, she wrote, quote, I was told that the way I dressed and moved my body was causing men to think inappropriate thoughts about me, implying that it is my responsibility to control other people's thoughts and drives. So great. I am not responsible for some perverted 45-year-old dad lusting after me because I have a sparkly dress on and a big ass for a teenager. And if you think I am, then maybe you're part of the problem. And I think that's great because she did post pictures of her in the dress from the night and it it wasn't right she was not scantily clad it wasn't at all at all and so <laughs> she does kind of have a big ass i mean not like a too big of ass just like a uh, i didn't more than a teenager ass i i think she was dating a black guy oh my god becky look at her butt it is so big she looks like one of those rap guys girlfriends Oh dear. Wop, wop, wop. I'm saying. Waka, waka, waka. She had a. 
you know, not like a J-Lo ass, but she had she has like curves. She has a nice body. Right. She she's not Kim Kardashian. She's just a high school normal high school girl. She's just not why are we trying to trip looks, all over ourselves? She looks here? womanly, in my opinion. Like she doesn't look like a teenage girl. She looks womanly to me in her ass. Yeah. I... <laughs> and I, I didn't think it was inappropriate. I thought she looked good. So and she did post a picture as well with her fingertips showing that the dress was longer than her fingertips. Well, didn't didn't the woman also tell her you need to pull hike that dress down pull that dress down yeah when she first arrived to the prom someone immediately commented on her dress and said you need to keep that pulled down and she said well i have you can look at my fingertips it's it's good she's like yeah but it's still a little short you need to keep it pulled down so it's it's kind of like on office space when the jennifer aniston character has her 17 pieces of flair or whatever the fucking number is yeah it's like well i have i have the 17 pieces yeah well you know if you want to just do the bare minimum, but, you know, Golden Boy over there has 37 pieces of flair. Okay, so you want me to do more? You want more? Uh, no, that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, you know, 17's the minimum, and if, if you're okay with that, then okay. But, you know, uh. we encourage you to do more. Um, You know what, Stan? If you want me to wear 37 pieces of flair like your uh, pretty boy over there, Brian, why don't you just make the minimum 37 pieces of flair? Yeah, it's just like that. It's fucking ridiculous. If you want the limit, if you want the length of the dress to be finger length, then that's what you should say. Yeah. Or if you want it to be five inches past finger length, if that's actually what you want, then fucking say five inches past the fingers. Well, and the the issue is probably with the finger, which is dumb, because this girl is not the only one that's taken issue with it recently, and other girls in different schools have been taking issues, saying, you know, some girls have longer arms, almost to their knees, and other have arms that ended about a quarter of the way down their thighs. Yeah, what if it was Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. He, he how, has T-Rex arms. Yeah, what are people with T-Rex arms what if CeeLo? What if CeeLo was to put on a dress? Yeah. Well, he probably wouldn't be allowed in the prom because these are... If Matthew McConaughey and CeeLo had to go by the fingertip length rule, then their genitals would, would just be, ex- be hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that would be inappropriate. Yeah. Sorry, CeeLo. <laughs> so, they, the pervy dads threw her out. They refunded her money, but she was driven there and had didn't have a ride, and they wouldn't refund any of the other kids' money. It was just her money that was given back. Yeah, I would have been livid oh, yeah. if this happened to me. Yeah, I would have burned the place to the ground. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah, well, I take it to the next level. Yeah, I can tell. Next level shit going down. That's apparent. But I think there is a discussion to be had about the whole pervy aspect of this, because... These dads, you're causing impure thoughts. Why, why do they not have any responsibility to control their own minds and control their lusty urges and desires for underage girls? Well, even what is the... It's her problem, not theirs. Yeah, well, they're trying to say that she was going to cause impure thoughts among, the, among her peers. Well, what are the impure thoughts that they're looking at her thinking, wow, you're super attractive, I'd like to do things to you? Well, that's what normal people do. Those are normal thoughts that people have in their head. So why are they trying to like legislate things that are normal? Yeah, oh, we're going to control 
We're going to control. It's mind. It's it's the same thing that the Muslims do. Cover your entire body, your hair, your face, everything, and wear a veil over your eyes, because men cannot be held responsible for their actions if they see your fucking ankles. It, it doesn't. It's ridiculous. It's ludicrous. Men should be held to a higher standard. It's assholes like this who promulgate the rape culture bullshit. Yes, for sure. From well, the far left. And in every article that I found about this girl with the prom stuff, she they mentioned the rape culture stuff. Yeah, it's I bullshit. mean, in every single article, it's about rape culture. It's a bummer because it lends credibility to what I believe is a ridiculous... Taking it too far. You know, it, I talk about this all the time, that you've got your far left-wing ideas and your far right-wing ideas... And 99% of the time, it's somewhere in the middle that the, the answer is. And it is certainly not rape culture. And it's also not these assholes kicking a girl out of prom because they can't keep their dick in check. Yeah. Ugh. Speaking of assholes, uh, Arizona pastor recently it went on a, on a tirade in his service. And it was too, there was too much audio. We could post the, the full video on Facebook. But... It was too much to pull clips from because the guy is just a ranting psycho um, talking about how childless women who are on birth control are ruining our world. Yeah, Arizona pastor Stephen Anderson warned his congregation recently that birth control was not only turning women into whores, it was also destroying the country. Yes, everybody, birth control turns women into whores. Right. In a sermon posted online this week, the Faithful Word Baptist Church leader explained that contraception was, quote, not something Christians should be practicing, even though he acknowledged that 99% of Christians believed it was acceptable. Anderson pointed out that God, in the book of Genesis, had made, childbe had made childbearing painful to punish women for their original sin, mm. adding that the husband shall rule over the Classic. Awesome. What's crazy about this, mark your spot there, what's crazy about this, he's not some old codger, some old bastard. He's a handsome, young, he is. normal-looking guy. It's yeah. not until he opens his cockport that you find <laughs> out that he's a fucking whack job. Yeah. He argued that feminism had given women the power to decide when to have children for themselves, allowing them to have careers and follow other interests, which... Apparently is negative. How dare you? How dare you, ladies? <laughs> Quote, it used to be a young woman. She gets married. She has children. And that's her job, he lamented. They literally count my wife as unemployed. She's not unemployed. She doesn't want to be employed. I mean, she's a wife. She's a mother. Ugh. Anderson said that danger of birth control was that it had systematic effects on a woman's health and her character. Well, it's... How can you argue that? Women of low character are the ones who take birth control. Right. So he said, quote, not only does birth control do damage to women, it hurts their body if they're using the pills. And it also affects their character, causing them to be idle, tattler, gossip, turning aside after Satan, he insisted. Mm, well, you know, it's easy to blame Satan when you don't really have a real reason. Women would get into sin if they were not busy raising children, Anderson said. God damn. <laughs> it's so beautifully 1820 that I can't even stand it. It's not even... I, this is like 16th century philosophy here. Just 
absurd. Yeah, he even went so far as to attack a former star of the Mickey Mouse Club from the 1950s. And that person had promoted birth control for a 1960s era advertisement. At one point, he even began to sing Fornicate With Me to the tune of the Mickey Mouse Club March theme song. He said it promotes... It promotes promiscuity. It promotes whoredom, he advised, reading from the Bible. Quote, do not prostitute thy daughter to cause her to be a whore, lest the land fall to whoredom and the land become full of wickedness. You know you're a whack job when you are charging Annette Funicello with being the downfall of our of our society. One of the most wholesome television characters in the history of TV. God damn. Yeah, he said a land can call to whoredom and the United States today fits that bill. If anybody has ever fit that bill, it's the United States of America, a land called to whoredom. Yeah, well, he obviously hasn't heard um, like statistics on how birth control actually reduces poverty and allows women to get control over their reproductive system, which helps them. Delay having children and become educated, become educated and get themselves into a good life. Yeah. Out of poverty and into a better life and having more control. Something that Christopher Hitchens says, he he's talking about Mother Teresa here. When I say she, he says she spent her life opposing the only known cure for poverty, which is the empowerment of women and the emancipation of them from a livestock version of compulsory reproduction. Fact. There you go. Very little way to argue with that outside of arcane bullshit about a woman ha- meaning to be punished with pain of childbirth. It, it's so ludicrous that we are in the year 2014 and this kind of shit is still promulgated and preached and people are filling the pews to listen to this nutty bullshit. Well, and it's more common in Catholics where you hear them talking negatively about birth control and they're completely uneducated in how it affects the body and they they say it makes you infertile and all these terrible things. They put out, I've heard all kinds of crazy shit even about how when you, when you take birth control, it it's thousands of little abortions that happen over and over and over. And you have little fetuses inside that line your uterus. I've heard all kinds of crazy, complete science complete bullshit that flies in the face of everything we know over the course of a hundred years of good solid scientific scientific study yeah i love that it's 2014 and this guy is still attempting to force women into this single mold of you need to be a wife you need to be a mother you need to do these things if you're not raising children you're not living the right life yeah it's it's amazing there's women who don't want kids and yeah. that's fine. Well, there's women who shouldn't have kids. There's, there's also that. There's <laughs> definitely women who should not have kids. It shouldn't be everybody aspires to have a family one day. Well, it's this. Listen, it's the same mentality and these same asshole types that forbid a woman who finds out she's pregnant to have an abortion. They force her to have. They want to force her to have the baby. But then once she has the baby and she's abject in abject poverty, hey, fuck you, you're on your own. Personal responsibility. You need to take check yourself. You need to take care of that baby. Well, why don't you help her out now that you've forced her to do that? Well, exactly. And it's always these people that are against government assistance that are also 
you know, talking like this about birth control or shaming people for getting abortions or whatever. And it's which which brings us right back to what we talked about a few weeks ago about the girl who wants to go to college. But it's so difficult. She's going to college and it's very difficult path for her. Yeah, it's that kind of the same thing. Yeah. So what's this guy's name again? Steven Anderson. Steven Anderson. We have a message for you, buddy. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> nice. Thanks, T-Rex arms. So if you did watch the news or uh, there, I don't know if this video went viral or not. The Ohio kindergarten, kindergarten teacher. I think it did. There is a video that was shot of a of a kindergarten teacher. Apparently, the kid it looked like the kid had been kind of wandering the halls or whatever. He'd been gone out of the classroom. If you just from the context clues of of the video, it looked like the teacher had to come track him down. Yeah, he just looks like a goof. Like when he's walking to the bathroom, you can tell he's just like a he's a kindergartner. Yeah, he's yeah, like five six years old, just meandering. Derp, derp. Yeah, he's like looking around, and then he like runs into the bathroom, and he's just like a goof. Yeah, yeah, just a kindergartner he's, goof. Yeah, just like any other kid, just aimlessly wandering throughout the hall yeah because he's bored and he's yeah. going to the bathroom yeah so i was watching this video let's first talk about this situation i was watching the video and jesse was next to me and he didn't know what oh, i was yeah. watching <laughs> and i start freaking out i'm just oh my, what 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 i thought her identity had just been stolen and she just discovered it yeah you you lost it it Watching the video, and if you haven't seen it, we just posted a link on the Facebook page. You need to go watch it. It just, oh my gosh. She takes this kid, and she grabs him by his arms, and throws him against the wall, yeah. and then drops him back to his feet. Yeah, she lifted him up, and yeah. put him against the wall, and yeah. then dropped him to his feet. And then she gets right up in his face, and squeezes his little face. Yeah, and like her hand just, because she's a big fat lady, her, her big fat gross gravy filled hand just <laughs> squeezes on his face she was she was roughing him up and putting the fear she was putting striking fear into she him. also picked him up by the shirt and you can see yeah. his head dangle back yeah because she has lifted him off the ground by his shirt and she lets him go and he like pulls his shirt back down and you can tell he's just like cowering in fear like he doesn't even know how to react and i was watching this and you know i don't have kids but if i got this I have goosebumps right now if I got this videotape and that was my kid it'd be hard not to march into that school and I don't throw a beat down on somebody I don't know what I would do yeah I would be so enraged that someone treated my kid like that I mean oh my god to read the story a northwest ohio Sir sheriff's office is investigating a teacher who they say was caught on a surveillance camera violently pushing a kindergartner up against a wall and grabbing him by the face and shirt Riverdale Local Schools has suspended teacher Barb Williams for 10 days after the video was made public. Yeah. 10 days. Listen, I don't think I don't think that she what she did rises to the level of maybe permanent firing, but she certainly needs to be suspended for more than 10 days and I believe forced into some sort of anger management um emotion managing kind of classes because she she clearly has something going on that she shouldn't be left in the charge of young impressionable 
these kids are just having their 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 painting their portrait painted on their brain yeah. they're just now coming to understand the world don't f- fuck with them yeah she's leaving an indelible mark on this young young mind and you're going to fuck the kid up yeah i think that's what shocked me so bad about seeing it was I don't know. A kid who is coming from, you know, a family where he's never been abused is especially going to take this very hard because it's the first time someone's lashing out at him. And I could, I just felt so bad for him, you know? Yeah. But according to, uh, he's a sweetheart. Sorry. He's a sweetheart too. When they, there's video of him and stuff and he's, yeah, he's just a little kid. (laughs) Just a precocious little six year old, you know? So according to the TV station, three cafeteria cooks who were taking a break nearby said they heard Barb Williams yell at six-year-old Ian Nelson about using the bathroom. The cook said that Williams called the boy a liar and said she was sick of him and his parents. Then she growled at him and told him, I'm going to rip you apart. Yeah, 10 days is absolutely insufficient relative to punishment for this lady. Yeah, so she was questioned by the school's principal and the district superintendent, and she admitted to touching the boy, but said it was due to him fooling around when he went to the bathroom. Okay, so great. Throw him against the wall and squeeze his face. So they gave her 10 days after having watched the video. Yes. Goddamn. Something's wrong with that school district, because that's... Like I said, I don't think she needs to be permanently let go. I don't think she needs to lose her job forever over something like this. She didn't beat the shit out of the kid. She just scared him and roughed him up There's, there wasn't a mark left on the kid no way right i don't know they didn't say anything about that it but she definitely has anger issues and rage issues and screaming about the parents too come on it's a it's a it's a six-year-old you're well, not dealing with some insolent teenager who has an attitude problem it's a six-year-old who might be a smart ass even if he is it's a six-year-old smart ass it's not an 18-year-old smart ass. Yeah, well, I think one of the issues with the 10-day suspension is also because there were there was only 10 days left in the school year. So she was suspended for 10 days. There was 10 days left in the school year. It needs to be more than that. You know, yeah. so she essentially got a vacation off from school. <laughs> and then she gets to start her summer vacation. Yeah. School superintendent Eric Hoffman told the station he had apologized to the parents and called the incident unfortunate. Yeah, unfortunate, I think, is the least... That you could call it. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. The dad, Anthony Nelson, said, I would consider what would happen to myself if I were to do that to her. If I were to do that to her, I would go to jail. Yeah, God, that's a great point. It is a good point. Yeah, it's kind of like with the the porn book last episode. If that someone, if some put, have the same situation under different circumstances and a completely different outcome would happen. If, yeah. if someone was to print that kind of pornographic shit and pass it out to kids, they would go to jail. Well, even after, Same thing here. Yeah, even after watching that video, if the dad were to go down to the school and pick her up and throw her into a wall, he would for sure, he'd get arrested for battery. It, it, it would be battery, that's right. But she isn't being charged with anything, and she's just being suspended for 10 days, so that's cool. Way to go, Ohio. Moving on. From depressing, abusing kindergarten stories. To heartwarming, life-saving. Well, first of all, if you're one of those people who go on these fun runs and charity runs, this will be one that you might take interest in. Uh, 
It's a story about a, a guy who was doing a, a heart and stroke walk in Portland. The American Heart Association's annual Portland Heart and Stroke Walk. Uh, cardiologists were taking part in this event, and they saved a fellow participant who went into cardiac arrest. If you're Listen, if you're going to have a fucking heart attack, that's probably a good place to have it happen. Yes, yeah, the best time. I mean, or maybe on the operating table. Yes. That might be a better place. One of those two places. But this is a good place. The Oregonian newspaper reports that a doctor was just a few steps behind the man who collapsed, and the doctor immediately began performing CPR. Another cardiologist joined the doctor already performing CPR on him, and they pumped the man's chest and detected spontaneous heartbeats. Paramedics who had struggled to get to the scene because of the big crowd and a closed bridge then used a defibrillator to restore the man's heart rhythm. So he was saved. His life was saved. Com- absolutely saved. By these doctors during this heart and stroke walk. Well, how convenient for that guy. In Portland. My very first, my very first marathon I ever ran was the Marine Corps Marathon. Yeah, while I was in the Marine Corps. Because remember, everybody, I was in the Marine Corps. Jesse was a Marine, everybody. <laughs> Uh, and a guy, this was in 1990, must have been October of 93, uh, my very first marathon, and a guy died on the course. He died on the freeway, and they had to land a helicopter and take him away. Wow. Crazy. So that guy would have probably benefited from having some some people other than just knucklehead Marines running it. He would have benefited with some cardiologists. For sure. It also reminds me of a story, funny about convenient place to be when something bad happens. When I was a kid, I was walking through a hospital. My little brother had stepped on a nail, and some of the shoe had gotten Ouch. up in his foot, Ugh. and his foot was swolled up like the size of a watermelon. Oh it was God. awesome. And, no, that is not awesome. <laughs> and he was in a ho- actually in a hospital bed. He was in the hospital. They had admitted him because they didn't want him to lose his foot. Weird how doctors are, you know, men of science and love like that. So... We're going up to visit my little brother, my uh, my stepdad and I, and on this hospital floor, they've they've got these giant heavy doors that, I don't know if it's because of soundproofing or what, but he opens the door and goes to walk through it, and he turns, he's fucking with me, and he turns around to like, ah, do, I don't know, he's, like, stepdad was a goof. He turns around to say something to me, and the door swings, the heavy door swings and cracks him right in the forehead. Ouch. And splits his forehead clean open. Wow. Like blood is gushing out of his forehead. Wow. So we went like three stories down, three floors down to the ER because someone saw it happen. Oh, wow. They bring us down there. They stitch him up and nervously like, okay, see, see you later. You won't be getting a bill. Thanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. So he didn't even get a bill for – I'm sure they were super afraid that he was going to sue or something. Yeah. Although that was in – the 1990s and i don't think we were as litigious a society back then so if you're gonna if you're gonna have a heart attack on a run you definitely want it to be in a heart and stroke walk where there are not just happens to be one cardiologist as a running mate next to you but multiple cardiologists yeah they're just everywhere (laughs) so we're moving on uh we should have actually done this in a little different order going from uh Going from asshole parent or asshole teacher who's fucking with a kid to a terrible parent, uh, a Phoenix story about a father who throws his 23-month-old child into the pool 
not to teach them to swim like some asshole parents do, but to punish them, to show them what it's like because the, the, the little baby, 23, not even two years old, the baby had dropped a puppy in the pool and it drowned. Yeah, he, uh, a Phoenix man has been arrested for child abuse because he threw the 23-month-old daughter into the pool to teach her a lesson. What was the lesson? Well, she had dropped a five-week-old puppy in the pool, and it died, and he wanted to teach her a lesson about playing around water. I think maybe she already received a lesson when she dropped the puppy in the pool and it died, and it's dead now. Right. But kids, they understand. And also, well, it's terrible. We're going to post the video on Facebook so you can check out. It's... It's a bummer. These are the type of parents that I'm talking about that shouldn't be having kids. They, they interview the mom, and look, I'm not saying that she's a drug addict. I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying she's allegedly a drug addict. But I'm saying that when you think of a drug addict, the image of this lady is what, is what you think of because just bad meth skin and neck tattoo. These are pieces of shit that should not be having kids. Yeah, surveillance video shows the child being tossed into a central Phoenix pool by her father, Corey McCarthy. A woman goes in the pool to get the baby out. McCarthy has been charged with two counts of child abuse. In the video, you see him taunting her and throwing her like he's going to, then he's not, and then he does. And it's not just, he doesn't just kind of like just drop her at the edge. He throws her into the middle of the pool. It's a violent... He he, it's a, it's a he, it's a discus toss. He he really gets her out there in the middle. And this woman who was a witness says that um, what the video doesn't show is that he was actually also hosing her down with a water hose, Ugh. and in a torture kind of way, like torturing her with the water hose. Oh, fucking Abu Ghraib right there in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And so police said the reason child abuse charges were filed is because in the state of Arizona, discipline must be considered reasonable and not done in anger. They said throwing a toddler into a pool isn't reasonable. McCarthy is still in jail. Family members said he is in the infirmary because he was beaten up in jail. Nice. I wonder if it had anything to do with this. I'm sure it did because even the lowest of the low don't like people who hurt children. You know, the great thing about (laughs) prisons is they have access to TV. And they can watch the local news. Yeah, they can see who's coming in. (laughs) And they can get all excited. Fresh meat. Yes. So we are going to wrap up the episode, not right away, but uh, we're going to finish it for sure with something good. And this is something good. It's Florida. Florida man has sex with something you would not expect someone to have sex with unless they were from florida (laughs) a beer can everybody a beer can because when you think of something inviting that you want to stick your penis in (laughs) you think beer can i don't even understand what was going through his head because when i was a kid i remember like drinking a can of coke and then putting my finger in the can and like rubbing it along yeah and it's sharp and i cut myself one time razor sharp yeah so a Apparently, he's never experimented with that. Also, we're not even going to get to the article. I got questions. How small is his unit? How thin? How much? How little girth does he have that he can put his wing-wang in a Coke can? It must be like a pencil or something. I don't know. Yeah, it gives a whole new 
feeling to the term pencil dick. Well, it can't be a pencil because, well, let's just let's just yeah. Let's I mean, go ahead. Find out about this, okay? The unnamed and rather embarrassed man from Bartow. He's re- not. He's not that embarrassed if he's unnamed. Yeah. He needs to be named. <laughs> from Bartow reports to have been out in the town trying to find a lady friend to mate with. <laughs> When he came home on his own on a Wednesday night, the Florida man said that he was extremely horny. That's when he grabbed an empty beer can and began to try to make love to it. It was about two pumps in that he felt that he felt water dripping off of his private area. And he looked down to find that it was blood. Surprise. Shocking. The injury occurred when the 23-year-old twisted the can ever so slightly and split the skin, still humping whilst doing so. Yeah, I don't think you have to twist the can to break the skin, dickhole. I I think just pumping with a razor blade atop your shank is going to do some damage. I can only imagine all the men listening right now that are just cringing and grabbing themselves. Just cream-hysteric response all over the place right now. Google it. When I when I get horny and I'm thinking about finding a lady, if I can't, my first impulse is to grab a, a beer can. He must have been drunk or something. He does it say whether he has uh hands? <laughs> Did he are you sure this isn't Saudi Arabia and he had both his hands chopped I, off? I think he has his hands because okay. he grabbed the beer can. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Well, he, he didn't grab it like with stumps? He, I, <laughs> they don't get that. They don't specify. Someone needs to, to clue that. Listen, if you live near this man in, in <laughs> Bota, it, is it Bota? Barta. Barta. Barto, sorry. Barto, Florida. Um, and you know him. One... Give him the phone number, 657-464-7609, because yeah, I would love yeah. to get him on the Skype. But uh, find out if he has hands, because he if he grabbed a beer can to have sex with, with a perfectly good hand, <laughs> then he something needs to be done with this guy. He needs to learn that, uh, well, there are better ways. He's 23 years old. You think he would know about the better ways, right? You would think that I mean he twenty by by the time you're twenty three you're an expert, yeah, at how to take J-O. care of, take care of biz taking care of biz <laughs> exactly. So, you know, in preparation for these stories, what? So, just one more, one last note: the man's penis was cut to ribbons and will need surgery. The hospital expects he will have a full recovery Wait within a, a few weeks. Did he not quit when the getting was good? Or he kept on. Well, he said two pumps in and he saw the blood and apparently he twisted the can and it split the skin and he was still humping while he was doing that. So he was just... Willy nilly. Yeah, it was just... It seems like a mess. It seems like a bad situation. Listen, whoever wrote this article also needed to give a little bit more. I don't need detail. Seems like you want a lot of detail. They don't have a video of this. I just want to know, like, what the fuck was going on? Like... because if you see that you're bleeding two pumps in, then you're done. Your 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 junk is not cut to ribbons, quote unquote. Yeah, but Jesse, he was extremely horny, <laughs> and he wasn't able to find well, a lady friend. I would also venture to say that extremely horny in Florida is a completely different level <laughs> oh, than yeah, in, than anywhere else. For sure. <laughs> 
a whole new breed. It's a good thing he didn't have a pet fucking alligator or something. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it would have been chopped off. You know, when we, when we start looking for stories like this, Brittany has realized a fascinating, fascinating phenomenon. That when you, and if you're listening, go ahead and grab your computer. We'll wait. We've got time. Um, when you're typing into your computer, obviously Google does their predetermined or their predictive search, they call it. And we've discovered that when you type in Florida man, and then you just type a verb, funny shit comes up. So, Brittany, go ahead and type in Florida man runs. <laughs> okay, Florida man runs for Congress. Mm, that's normal. Yeah, into daycare. I'm assuming they don't mean he runs in there to pick up his kid. Go ahead. Over daughter. <laughs> Florida man runs over daughter. Okay, getting better. Car on water. Runs, runs car, car on water. Okay, good. Uh, is it, he put water in the gas or? I uh, know. I think they probably mean he w- did the old Jesus and oh, okay. drove over water. And then runs over 14 year old. Mm. Okay, let's do another one. Florida man eats. Let's do eats. Oh, God. Florida man eats face. Mm. Eats face 2014. Eats evidence. Eats dog. Eats own face. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of eating of the face. Yeah. Well, you know, people, they're hungry. Yes, for faces. It's what's great about Google is you're able to see what the most commonly searched for queries are. Yes. So let's do let's just do something simple. Has. Florida man has. Oh my god. Florida man has face eaten. Has face eaten off. <laughs> of course. Has face bitten off. What well, a lot of face eating going on. Has relationship with a dolphin. <laughs> and has face chewed off. So I guess you could probably say if he's having a relationship with a dolphin, he's probably having a relationship with the dolphin's face, too. Yeah. Yes, face could have been in all of those. All right. Well, let's wrap it up with this then. Florida man thinks because clearly they're not doing a lot of thinking down there. Oh, there's only one. Oh. Florida man thinks he is a zombie. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. Are you fucking kidding? That's a real one. Let me Hang on. I got to come across. <laughs> uh, yep. You guys can go and check it out and see that it is absolutely Florida man thinks he is a zombie, which goes along with which goes along with the face eating. Yes, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goddamn Florida, you're a disgrace, Florida. Get your shit together. Ugh. Except don't, because it's really good fodder for stories on the podcast. You know, I expect every Florida, whenever I hear about people from Florida or the Florida man, I've got this plan in my head. So you're going to tell me that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles or screaming memes? No. Oh, come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodads, or crap flappers? No, I don't. You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes? No spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, husker do's, husker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah, that for is, sure. That is, uh, that's it. 
Any flip dips and herpa dares. Yeah. Who scr do's? Who scr don'ts? Oh, dear. <laughs> All right, everybody. We are going to wrap it up. One more episode down the drain. That's kind of a negative way to say it. That is. Yeah. Don't say that. No, not, not down the drain. In the annals. Yes. One more recorded for history. We really appreciate you listening. We love you. We love your participation. Get on us. Get at us. Don't get on us. Definitely don't get on us. Get at us on Facebook and interact. We're starting to post some of the shows, the t- show's topics earlier than the show. And we'd like a little bit more interaction because we, if you really want to participate, uh, I wouldn't mind a firestorm of controversy to spark up over one of the links that we post and then have somebody on the show who has a divergent opinion than we or than me. So at Dollamore, at Brittany E. Page, at I Doubt It Podcast, rate and review us on iTunes. We have seemed to have slightly fallen in the new and noteworthy, and the reviews really help us. So get at us there. 657-464-7609. For Brittany Page, I'm Jesse Dollamore, and this has been the 22nd installment of I Doubt It. Billowing, beautiful bouquet of white trash redneck puberty. <laughs> <laughs>